Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This Day in Crime is released every day, Monday through Saturday. For ad-free listening and exclusive bonus content, subscribe to TenderFit Plus at tenderfitplus.com or on Apple Podcasts. Let's start the show. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Todd McComas, and it's Wednesday. Two things. First, if you're a fan of our show, you might want to consider joining our Partners in Crime Facebook group. There's a link to that on our website, thisdayincrime.com. Secondly, I read a study that claims that continual vaping has caused cancer in mice. So if you have a mice problem and a lot of time on your hands, might be worth a shot. Now let's find out what's happening in the world of crime. Here's Eric Quintana. Daycare raid, a Uganda cult claims lives, swatting, 10 years on the run, Club Q, and it's the wrong house. All that today on This Day in Crime. What's up, everybody? My name is Eric Quintana, and today is Wednesday, January 17th, 2024. I'm not a parent, but I've heard finding good and affordable childcare in the form of daycares is pretty tough. All you parents out there, what do you typically look for in a good daycare? Childproof cabinets? Maybe some safety scissors? What about heroin and handguns? No? Is that a deal breaker? Well, then do not send your kids to the Little People's Daycare in Dover, Delaware. Last week, the Dover Police Department arrested Cameron Christmas and Jessica Cooper, who operated the at-home daycare on drug and firearm charges. Police found 306 bags of heroin, three ounces of cocaine, 26 grams of crack cocaine, and roughly $32,000 in cash, plus two handguns after executing a search warrant on the daycare. Four children were actually at the daycare when the raid occurred, which means at least a few parents, if not all, got some insane phone calls that day. Thankfully, the two suspects were taken without incident and sent to jail. I can't imagine ever smiling in a mugshot, but if you check out the pictures of this story online, you'll see Ms. Cooper looking pretty excited that she's about to go to prison. I also saw pictures of the stuff the police recovered. I don't know how common extended mags are on handguns, but they had one. Just be careful with who you let watch your kids. I know Laura had her cold story yesterday, but hopefully you're ready for a double dip. 95 people in Kenya are being charged with murder and cruelty after the deaths of more than 400 people. 429 people were dug up in the Shakahola forest where the cult members lived. Many were children and the manner of death had signs of starvation and strangulation. 
all are facing charges of subjecting a child to torture. Paul McKenzie, the leader of the cult, is actually in prison for illegally operating a film studio. This studio is how he was able to disseminate his teachings. At one point, the cult moved out to the remote Shakahola Forest, where the members of the Good News International Church were encouraged to move to prepare for the end of the world. He reportedly told his followers to starve themselves to death so they could meet Jesus. When the arrests were initially made, 64 individuals were actually treated as victims. A little closer look at the situation and authorities realized that many of the 64 had children who died in the forest. They'd actually given fake names and failed to account for their children. Paul McKenzie denies the charges, saying he closed his church back in 2019. McKenzie's wife is also among the 95 people facing charges. If you're wondering where this ranks in cult tragedies, 429 people is not a small number, even by cult standards. Jim Jones and the People's Temple accounted for 914 deaths in their mass murder and suicides in 1978. The movement for the restoration of the Ten Commandments of God in Uganda burned 700 members to death in 2000. 76 members of the Branch Davidian cult died in Waco. So you can see where Paul McKenzie and his teachings rank. I fully expect someone to make a documentary about how all of this unfolded. Man, I just wish there was a way to keep our show free for listeners and offer them some really good deals on some really cool stuff. Oh shit, there is. We'll be right back. Selling a little? Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass?" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I'm a bit of a gamer. You know, Mr. Uruguayo Malo on Twitch and YouTube over here. So I've definitely heard of swatting. Typically, at least in the context of the gamer world, it means someone has called in some kind of threat to your address. The idea is to watch the SWAT team enter the gamer's residence as he's streaming. That being said, I definitely never thought I'd see SWATting and White House in the same headline. Monday morning, someone called 911 claiming that there was a fire at the White House and someone was trapped inside. A bunch of fire and EMS trucks rolled up just after 7am. It was determined pretty quickly that the whole thing was a false alarm. The communications director for the city's fire and EMS said the whole incident was in the same spirit as swatting. Apparently, this has been happening pretty frequently over the recent weeks. Judge Arthur Ngoron, who's presiding over Trump's civil fraud case, had to deal with a bomb threat at his house in Long Island. Someone called the suicide hotline and said he had shot his girlfriend and was threatening to kill himself next at Marjorie Taylor Greene's Georgia home on Christmas. Special counsel Jack Smith, who is overseeing the prosecution of Trump in two federal cases, went through something similar as Marjorie Taylor Greene, also on Christmas. Someone called saying Smith had shot his wife at his home, and someone called in a fake shooting at Tanya Chutkin's house, another federal judge overseeing Trump's election interference case. There are a few other names I can throw in there, but I'm sure you get the picture. Hopefully they find the people doing this because it's really dangerous for anyone involved. In Baltimore, a 14-year-old boy was arrested after allegedly participating in a robbery and home invasion. As officers were processing him, the kid was able to just walk out of the police station. Please, please, please show us that surveillance footage. Officers chased the teenager, but the kid was still able to get away. I had high hopes for this kid, but unfortunately the police tracked him down later that night. I wish I had more information as to where he went and what he did. I like to think he went for a pizza or maybe went to play video games with friends, but now he's in juvie. Remember last week when I told you about the Texas teacher who used student lookouts while she and a 16-year-old had sex? Now, let me tell you about the Texas school guidance counselor accused of sexually exploiting a minor and how she went about it. 34-year-old Edis Rodriguez is a peach. She allegedly had an inappropriate relationship with an 11-year-old girl while she was working as a counselor in the city of Laredo, Texas. She then went on to work at the Border Region Behavioral Health Center as a child, adolescent, and parent services counselor and was granted access to the same victim at her school. This was all under the pretext of being able to offer guidance and support for the child. Rodriguez was originally arrested back on these charges in 2015, but she's been on the run in Mexico ever since. She actually made Texas's 10 most wanted list. Thankfully, she was arrested this week in Jalisco, Mexico, and she's currently facing four charges, including unlawful restraint of a child under 17 and sexual contact with a minor. I don't have the details, but I'm very interested to know how she was caught in Mexico. Remember the Club Q shooting in 2022? Anderson Aldrich, the person who killed five people and injured 40 more at an LGBTQ nightclub in Colorado Springs, pleaded not guilty Tuesday to more than 50 federal hate crimes. He did plead guilty last year to state murder charges and was sentenced to over 2,000 years in state prison. Honestly, it might not be enough. The gunman entered Club Q back on November 19, 2022, just before midnight. He had an AR-15, a handgun, multiple magazines of ammunition, and was also wearing body armor. He opened fire, but within a few minutes, former Army Ranger Richard Fierro and Thomas James confronted and disarmed the gunman. 
Piero subdued the shooter after grabbing his handgun and started beating him with it. Didn't expect that, did you, loser? The gunman was then held down until police arrived a few minutes later. Piero served four tours in combat zones and said he did what he did to protect his family and friends. His daughter's boyfriend was tragically killed along with four others. Again, 40 other people were injured as well in the shooting. Fiero says he's not a hero, but everyone who knows this story knows the truth. Without his and Thomas James's bravery, who knows how many would have been killed. The whole ordeal lasted only six minutes, but for those who witnessed it or were killed or injured in those six minutes, they'll deal with the loss and effects for a lifetime. Throw this last story in the incompetent police force category. An Ohio woman had to rush her baby to the hospital from burns after two flashbangs went off inside her home. Police were in the process of raiding the home, but were raiding the wrong home. The mayor of Elyria, Ohio, has ordered a full investigation. This is a classic case of police say one thing, the victim says another, conflicting stories go on and make the mess even bigger. What the police say that is clearly picked up on the ring camera is it's the wrong house. There's body cams included with the story, but basically police knocked, told the occupants to come out, waited six seconds, then battering rammed the door and used the two flashbangs. Courtney Price, the mother inside the home at the time, said she heard the loudest knock she'd ever heard. As she was heading to the door, officers busted down the door and flashes ensued. Her son, 17-month-old Waylon, was in his swing on the floor right by a window that was blown out. After the police came to the realization they were at the wrong house and things sort of settled down, they checked on the baby. Price said he was mostly fine, but that his breathing wasn't normal. Waylon was born premature and has pulmonary hypertension and an atrial septal defect, basically a hole in his heart. They went to the hospital and eventually came back. It was determined at the time that the baby's condition had nothing to do with the raid. The next morning, however, Waylon quit breathing. Price called 911, took him back to the hospital, and was told that he suffered from inflammation and irritation of the lungs, and had some kind of chemical reaction in and around his eyes. Price would go on to write in an online fundraiser, the negligence from the police department caused Waylon to have burned eyes, a burned chest, burned arm, and a burned neck. The good news is that Waylon is improving as of Tuesday, but that obviously doesn't take away from the incompetence shown by the Elyria Police Department. All right, that's all from me for today. Make sure you're tuning in tomorrow to hear the day's headlines with Laura Benson. This Day in Crime is a production of Tenderfoot TV in partnership with Odyssey, produced in association with Burning Mountain Productions. Sources for today's episode and full credits can be found in the show notes, and you can follow us on social media at This Day in Crime. We're back at it tomorrow. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.